Today on the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast, we are going to be talking about the final episode of Daredevil Season 2, Episode 13, A Cold Day in Hell's Kitchen, right after this. Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. My name is Matt Carroll. I am Jeff Randall. Let's wrap it up. Let's wrap this shit up. Season 2. Season two. What What do you think Spoilers. of this final Spoiler alert. We're going to talk this final episode fully, full full spoiler time. Uh, what did you think, man? Daredevil, man. Daredevil. Daredevil, man. Indeed. There was, there was a little bit of a buildup with the hand army running in. Yeah. And him hearing tons of them. And then most of them going somewhere else, apparently. Yeah, that was strange. <laughs> I, uh... I hate to be a downer on the final episode. I was a downer on the final episode last season too. Yeah, uh, but I was this was much better. I thought this was a much better episode than the final oh, yeah. episode of last season. I like um, that Nobu got his daredevil killing weapon. <laughs> yes, he, he picked up his daredevil uh, killing weapon and tried, but uh, man, Stick Failed. brutally killed him later. Yeah, he did. <laughs> he got his. Um, also, uh, there's a lot of good brutality. You know, this episode. <laughs> Just like a lot of the episodes this season had some good brutality. Them starting to saw that guy's foot off. That was crazy. That was real crazy. That was nuts. I feel like there was so much that happened in this episode. Yeah. Like they're they're getting ready to, to go and like take the fight to the hand, and then Foggy calls him and like you get that and like what happened to Brett? What where what why is Mahoney like injured yeah. in some way? And then they're gathering the people that Daredevil has saved. And, like, there's only 20 people so far. Yeah. That felt almost like a um, like a Joker plot from Dark Knight yeah. <laughs> to me. Like, yeah. them all on the bus. Like, hey, look what we've got. Um, all the people you saved. That's, that's, such a, that's such a... I feel like that's a low number for the amount of people that he's saved. Yeah. I, I mean, it's, you got to say it's the only people that have reported it. That's fair. Or have been, you know, in contact with the police or whatever. Yeah. Uh, so, and yeah, they said twenty targets, twenty targets in in New York alone. So I suppose there might might have been people who weren't in New York anymore. I mean, I suppose they moved like, out because yeah. of the vigilantism or, or or the crime or whatever. Yeah. Or um, they were just visiting and were targeted because they were tourists or something. Yeah. Um, I felt bad for the guy who got his leg cut off because he listened to Karen. Well, he didn't get it cut off. I know, I know, he I started know. to started like, to cut it off, but it's still, and it's still, the same guy. I just imagined it. It didn't even show him on the big exodus out of the building, but I was like, that staircase, that staircase, right? man, that has to be rough. Ah, oh. cut, half cut open ankle on trying to run down the stairs. And it wasn't even that he's been saved by Daredevil. No, no, he was like a incident report that got busted by Daredevil, I guess. Several times. <laughs> it's not even a guy that he saved. It's just a guy that's been in several police reports. Yeah, yeah, it's uh that's kind of a a a, a bummer for Turk there. <laughs> he just keeps getting hurt. Because yeah, he of keeps Daredevil, getting hurt either by Daredevil or because of Yeah, he's he's going to have a uh they have a long and strained relationship already, and it's going to continue to get worse. <laughs> Apparently, or better. I don't know. They had, they had such good uh, like kind of chemistry earlier in the season, uh, like chatting outside Come that on, car. Man, just let Come me on, go. Man, just let me go. 
tosses his keys. <laughs> like, tossing his keys was such a dick move. <laughs> just he was dick grinning move. the whole time. Yeah. Um, oh, man. Uh, like, How about go, that Billy Club? That was pretty cool. I like that that comic How about Billy Electra, Club. How about Electra's costume? Ow. That was pretty good. That was I mean, pretty cool. That pretty looks cool. all right. It was an attractive costume. That's fair. Um, She's an attractive lady. Yeah. And I, you know, as much as I would have liked to have seen her in a more comic appropriate costume, that probably wouldn't have made any sense because uh, Mr. Potter there gave her a nicely armored full body costume. Yeah. <laughs> Not as much skin showing. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's not so much so, of a distraction. Back to that final battle sequence. I was a, uh, I was disappointed that we didn't get more out of that final battle sequence. Yeah, as 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 wonderful a battle sequences as they've had on this show up till now, it does seem like they they kind of dropped the ball. I feel like last year for the final battle too. I I guess I'm just looking for something truly epic, like an epic closer. Yeah, which <clears throat> me and you were talking when they when they when they showed that huge number of uh of hand soldiers running across the rooftop far more than they ever actually fought i was like oh where's punisher with that minigun right when's he gonna just start mowing them down i was just i was fully expecting like a uh beaches of normandy style just like (laughs) mowing down of soldiers running at punisher i was just like cut them in half this is gonna be insane and then he shot three or four dudes four of them uh, which that was the other thing that, that didn't make any sense in the the final battle sequence is like no Nobu decides to take them on individ like just him versus the two of them while four of his men just stand there I guess Nobu told them to stand back but that was never made clear you know yeah. it was just kind of like the, the last battle sequence left something to it's, be desired it's for that me. understanding of like Captain's got to handle this himself yeah. <laughs> I look, there's a there's a great moment in Firefly. Where yeah, that's the one I'm referencing. Captain's got to handle it himself. He's like, no, 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 don't, no, I don't. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's exactly the one I was so thinking good. about the whole time. It's like if they had just treated it like that, then Han yeah. would have won. It was a yeah, it was a little strange that they didn't get in on the battle. Yeah, <laughs> at all. Like, oh, this is going south. Maybe we should step until in. until Punisher showed up and shot them. Yeah, know, in sequence. Uh, I I do I I just wish we'd gotten a little more out of the Punisher. Yeah, that final bit. Yeah, like the three of them coming together to all work together to stop the hand, like having an understanding that there is this bigger evil that they all have Absolutely. to get together for. That would have been such a superhero storyline. Yeah, and then Elektra dying before Punisher ever even showed up. I, I was like, Punisher, where were you four minutes ago? Right, you could have stopped this. You could have saved her. Uh, maybe, maybe he just had to make sure that Matt lost somebody. Oh, that's really mean. But that's awful. No. <laughs> well, he, he, like, he oh, made, you lost somebody. Like, now I, I have to help. I you. did my research. I'm not saving Electra. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not helping her. She's the black sky. So what is the black sky? And it, I guess a black sky doesn't have to be alive for them to. Well, they're they're resurrececting her. Is perform what it looks this. Like. It, it did. It did look like that. Yeah. Um, but it's using that same urn that was used that they've been collecting blood in and things. So I don't know that's if that's like, like, I don't know if it's that that was always the plan was to resurrect her, or if they're using her body to initiate a black sky, which we still don't know what that means. Well, if they if they needed to, if they needed 
like if it didn't need to be alive, if a black sky didn't need to be alive to be activated, yeah. then they could have activated the dead body black sky from the last season. Exactly. Yeah, that's a great point. So I, I want to know. I would really like to know what's going on there. Yeah. Um, so, a little I mean, strange. I'm assuming it's just a resurrection type thing. Yeah, but I mean, why couldn't they have done that to the body last season? That fair, fair point. Uh, if they had that ability, yeah, strange. Well, they didn't have they didn't have everybody bled out last season. Mm, yeah, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Uh, we don't know what all they had, but they didn't want to show their hand. <laughs> uh, what about? They didn't mean for that to be a pun until it was. <laughs> <laughs> what about Hogarth showing up? Offering him a partnership out of nowhere. I like it. I like it. It's just, it's a little, like, it's, it seems weird for him to work for them and immediately get partnership. Well, they didn't say it was going to be immediate. A lot of times it's called partner track. Ah, you can get, you can join a law firm as a partner track. And then once you've worked there a number of years or put in a certain number of whatever's or done enough work or brought in enough money, I don't know how it works. Closed enough cases. But you become a partner. Mm -hmm. So. Maybe it's just like that's you can join it on partner track, I, um, so that that's a possibility. It would be strange if they just immediately made him a partner. It seemed like that's what they were doing, though. Like that's the vibe that I got was like, oh, they're just going to put his name on the board. Yeah, unless they're like trying to trick him. <laughs> maybe uh, I just don't know. Like maybe they need someone to take the fall for <laughs> some of their cases that are coming up. It's a yeah, because she did say that they needed somebody that was uh, specializing in... Um, Vigilantes. No, special people. Oh, yeah. People with complexities is what she said. That's right, that's right. And he's, you have no idea. Try me. I love their little back and forth without them knowing, like without one knowing about the other's history with any of the defenders. And the whole time I was looking for like some sort of damage to Hogarth or like her hand to be bandaged or like scarred from being stabbed. Just like, give me a timeline, please. But it seems like all of this is happening after Jessica Jones, obviously. Yeah. So I guess, I I guess it's been enough time for Hogarth's injuries to heal and her to not show it. Yeah. Yeah. I forget. Did we ever thousand cuts, man? Yes. Yeah, that's right. Oh man, that was rough. Yeah, that was rough. What, um, didn't we get a sense of what time of year it was this episode? Uh, well, the season started when it was in summer, summer, and it was really hot. And then they ended it with it being Christmas, Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve, yeah. yeah. That's what I thought. I thought I thought it was Christmas Eve. I'm trying to remember where I got that though. I uh, it was from Ellison, and the lights in the in the. Oh, that's right. That's right. Still cracking me up that she, we were watching this episode, <laughs> and Karen Page, who as far as we know has never written an article, is, yeah. is sitting in like this, like, uh, like it was Ben Urich's old ben office. Ben Urich, like this, a classic reporter with all these like, <laughs> big name, big names. Old school reporter. Yeah. She's sitting in his office, staring at a blank page, and we're like, has she ever written anything? Do we know that? <laughs> we don't like, know that. She might she's be a great researcher. She's done a lot researcher. of research. Yeah, she's a great researcher. Uh, and then she's like, oh, God. Oh, what do I do? I forgot I'm illiterate. Ellison, help. <laughs> I, uh, I never told you. I can track things down really well. But how do I tell people about what I've found? Yeah, it takes years. And as I said, there's got to be like 40, uh, 40 reporters in the bullpen that are just really pissed off. <laughs> 
just super pissed How off. How dare you bring in? She doesn't even have a degree. She was a legal assistant. Before that, she was an accountant, kind of. Yeah. Super funny. Um, so every time she's frustratingly staring at her blank page, I, I crack up. <laughs> uh, and then he's like, 2,000 words before Santa shows up. I'm like, you just said it's Christmas Eve. It's nighttime. She has nothing. You want 2,000 words within the next couple of hours. Yeah. You know what um, What really uh, frustrated me on this episode? And I, I'm hopeful that we'll get it next season. But he told Karen he's Daredevil. Yeah. That's huge. That's big. moment. Big. But all I want to know is how she responds to that. Yeah. I wanted to see her just start laughing like, you're blind. How can... You are blind. It was a lot of fun when Foggy found out. Yeah. Um, I mean, like, it's also heart-wrenching, but, like, there's a lot of great moments where Foggy's like, you've been, you've been pretending to be bad at pool this whole time. Yep. Um, yep. And I love all that kind of stuff. Uh, and Karen can be like, I changed my shirt in front of you. Did you, <laughs> did you like, bat sonar sensor my boobies? Yeah. Um, he probably did. He does that every time she's in the room now. <laughs> He's like, I can't forget. <laughs> um, so, uh, like, I really want that. And what I'm scared of is next season they're going to jump ahead three it's months. it's going to be okay. And it's just going to be something she knows. I really wanted that conversation to happen. Yeah. Um, and so him being like, I'm daredevil end of season kind of worries me. Cause I want to go back into that room and see that actual thing happen. I want to see her respond. That was the big spoiler that I read. Cause I was, I was running down news right. this week. That was the big spoiler that I read in the, in the comic reel. Oh article. yeah. They were like, now that Karen page has been told that he's daredevil. Like, what? No. Why? Why would you do that? <laughs> Sons of bitches. It came out a week, less than a week ago. Yeah. It's in the last moment of the last episode. Not everyone has yeah. time. Yeah. Like it's been out a week and we're just now getting to the 13th episode and we like do this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, we also only do like four episodes a day. That's a lot. That's a lot. About. Yeah. That's not just an all. But yeah, the, we, we're doing just fine. We're going at a good clip, and we're just now getting to that. So it's, yeah. it's annoying that they would give that spoiler away. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway. There are some people that have been like going right along with our releases, like yes. watching one and then listening to us talk about it the next day. And that's whatever. awesome. I, pr- I really appreciate everyone doing that, but I also I feel for you because I don't think I could have waited for our releases. Um, <laughs> we go way too slow. <laughs> yeah, I, like... If everybody wanted us to, we could release them a little faster, but I feel like more than one a day is a little crazy. Maybe, but maybe may, not. Maybe two a day. Maybe two a day. Maybe next time. Maybe next, uh, maybe next Netflix season. series. Yeah. If we can pull it off, we'll September do September 30th. Day. Oh, well, uh, actually, um, September 30th, I know that I'm going to be out of town. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I'm going to be at a Microsoft cons- we're uh, always, conference. We're always out of Atlanta. town when, when the new one drops. Like, Every time. That week, I'll be in Atlanta for the Microsoft Ignite conference. That's cool. Yeah. Well, I awesome. play in Atlanta all the time. Maybe we'll go make Charles McFall. Yeah, let's go this. hang out with Charles. Yeah, or you you can go to Charles's house and do the first episode or something like I did with uh, Jessica Jones. Yeah. And I'll Skype in or something. That would be fun. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, we have a few pieces of feedback, and they're pretty lengthy feedbacks, so I'm sure they will spur us on to more discussion. So let's, uh, let's see what those are. Um, I know Jeffrey James sent us his full season comment. 
So uh, this one's got a bunch of points, so we'll probably respond to each one. Yeah. On uh, on Facebook, he says, to us, spoiler alert, full season comment. Overall, this was an entertaining season, but there was a lot of sloppy writing. One, the entire back and forth about Elektra and Stick simply didn't make much sense. Two, making Stick into a soft character was a stretch that didn't work. Hmm. Three. Did I, I, I don't know that I ever felt like he was a soft character. Nah, he was sentimental about two people. Yeah, like he had two people that he loved, but I didn't feel he was soft. And he even still tried to kill her. But anyway, yeah, yeah. go ahead. Well, he had to. He had to make that hard decision. Yeah. Uh, number three, the Punisher's appearance at the end was anticlimactic. D Agreed. has just fought an army, and he needs Punisher to take out a couple of guys. Definitely did not need him. It was a really weird moment. Well, they would have needed him if it were the entire army that we saw running in. I know, right? Why did we not get the minigun just gunning down, like, 700 ninjas? That would have been... <laughs> Like just arms and legs falling off. It would have been like saving private daredevil. Yeah, saving private daredevil would have been great. <laughs> um, I was I was so wanting that, and it did not happen. You've got a ninja like, I mean, looking around for his arm, and he just picks it up with the other arm. It would have been a little sad when you've got daredevil like laying among, or like daredevil's fighting Nobu, and there's just limbs and arms and heads everywhere no, think about the visual for that though like you got that slow-mo side like the profile view of nobu and daredevil fighting epic like bullet our bullets are flying all around them ninjas are just dropping around them like yeah. would have been so cool it would have been real cool they could have done such great things I fucking love the Punisher this season. Sorry. Anyway, let's 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 just <laughs> I love the Punisher. I I I when, when when do you think they'll bring him back? Dude, he's well, <laughs> All right, calm sorry, down. Sorry, sorry. <sighs> he blew up his house. Yeah. He blew up his own house, and he took a disc that said micro with him. Yeah. It was hidden behind a, a picture. What is that disc about? Yeah, there's there's definitely some more to his story, and I What's don't know micro? if it's going to be in Daredevil next season, maybe? They could spin that off into a Punisher series. Oh, for sure. Easily. I would um, watch the shit out of that. I honestly, at this point, would be surprised if they didn't. As as well received as the Punisher has been, oh man, I really that I, would be incredible. Uh, I want it. I want it now. So we've got with Jessica Jones and with the ne- or with the ending of this season of Daredevil, we've got we've got organizations, military organizations that that have done things that we don't know what they are. We've got IGH in Jessica Jones. Yep, Roxon. Roxon. In this one, with the hand, and also what is micro? Like what happened in Kandahar that that the the blacksmith was talking about? Like there are tons of things that we just don't know about anymore, or we don't know about, and we need more on it. Like, yeah. What happened in Karen's past? There's so many loose threads right now. Everything's a loose thread. Nothing's been wrapped up. It seemed for a second like they were going to wrap up the storyline of Electra and have it be like a, oh, that Electra thing's over. That's sad. Yeah, she died. That's going to be oh, like well. a. That's going to be a sad thing in Daredevil's past that motivates him. Yeah. Um. That's what Frank Miller thought. Yeah. But they brought her back in the comics, and it looks like they're going to try to bring her back. That's what it looks like. Uh, in in the show. Okay. Uh, moving on to the next point. Let's see. Number, Number four. four. Kingpin made the series come alive for a while, but he disappeared from the story too soon. Number five, in the crowd of kidnapped people Daredevil had saved, where was the girl he saved in the opening sequence of episode one? Sloppy. Yeah. Uh, again, they said there were 20 in the New York in New York alone, so it's possible they, uh, that 
the little girl he saved, they moved it out of town or something. Maybe. So that's a little headcanon, but it, it, it works. <laughs> we can make it work. I promise. Uh, let's see. Number six. What's with the sudden appearance and later disappearance of Stick's driver? It's almost like they decided to shoot a car sequence and then remembered that Stick couldn't drive. I really wanted Stick to be able to drive. <laughs> yeah. It would have been funny. Um, let's see. Number seven. Same with the red-haired woman in the bus. She seemed like she was inserted for no particular reason. Yeah, it was a little strange. Well, the hand needed a white face in New York. You think? Probably. Yeah, maybe. They've probably got agents everywhere that aren't... Like, they don't all have to be Japanese. Yeah, for sure. It's just what... She, she kind of came out of nowhere. She did. I, I could have seen it. We like, still don't know her name. Yeah, it could have established her in a previous episode or something if she was going to yeah. be that... Seemed like almost like she was like a right hand of Nobu, but we've never seen her before. Like, if she had been like the PA of... Uh, the guy that was running Roxxon's division, right? The, so, like, something like that. Like, yeah, she could have been in that in that building at all. Like, sure, absolutely. That would have been great to set her up at least a little bit, and then like bring her out as like, oh god, she's working with the hand. Like that would have been really cool. Yeah. Anyway, uh, number eight. Number eight. Why did Electra need Daredevil to come with her to beat up the hooker hiring professor? Heck, Foggy could have trounced that twerp. I totally agree with him on this. I, re- I rewatched that episode and I was like, since we've been going sort of slow this week, yeah. I have rewatched a number of the episodes, and um, that is the that is the reason he misses the opening statement as well. Yeah, and I think he did it completely irresponsibly. Oh yeah, there's no need for him to go at all. Uh, you could say he was worried about what Electra would do without him. <laughs> um, that's fair. That's that's fair, but he could have. She called him, and the way she called him was kind of like, I'm going to do this. Would you like to join me? And it was like, hey, let's get... It was almost like a date night. Yeah. It was not... Well, he was it, not necessary on that mission. It probably was just to show how Daredevil had no control around her. Yeah, I agree. Like... I agree. I think He just that, loses himself. I think he lo- he totally lost himself in that moment. Like, it wasn't a moment where, hey, someone's in trouble. Daredevil, come help. It yeah. was... Hey, I'm going to do this thing. It'll be fun. You want to come? Yeah. And he goes with her. And he goes, and then he breaks the glass and is like, oh, God, that almost went too far. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, 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 it's a nice moment, and it's the big moment that incites him and Foggy to fight as well. Yeah. Uh, because he misses his opening statement. Right. Um, and I think that – I think, I think he's, uh, that Jeffrey's completely right that he did not need to go at yeah, all. at all. Just not – not from a like bad writing perspective, but just like a, a personal like you're an idiot, Matt. Yeah, you yeah. didn't need to go. Don't do that. Stop. Stop thinking with your little horns. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. You're right. You're so right. <laughs> uh, number nine. <laughs> Number nine, uh, the armor just happens to have armor that fits Electra. Lazy writing. It looked like he made something for her. He made it quick. He did, but it, it, in his defense, it was not armor in the sense of what Daredevil has. It was like cloth. So yeah. it, he he kind of simply quit. In my mind, I'm going to throw like some a, stuff over you and put some belts on it. Yeah. And I might put some armor plates on yeah, it Yeah, like it wasn't even that form-fitting. So he pretty much just had to have like... Like uh, some quick sewing, and had probably used some like special fabrics that he had around that yeah. were good for that, you know. And but I mean, yeah, it was a little, it was a little weird that that happened immediately, seeing as he took weeks to make Daredevils. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Maybe he just has better equipment now. 
Maybe. Since Daredevil is, is funding him. And he made those amazing Billy Clubs. Yeah, the Billy Club was awesome. Where's mine? <laughs> yeah, and she's so selfish. <laughs> Where's my, like, little brat? No, you don't get one. This is my thing. You got your sigh. Go away. <laughs> uh, number 10, Hogarth is too smart to offer a possible partnership to a guy just out of college, no matter how good he is in a single trial. Fun cameo, but on a, out of character. Yeah, I agree. If he, if he, it turns out he is a partner next season, yeah. and it's not just some sort of, like, partner track well, technically he's not situation. fresh out of college though yeah it, they've well, been around for a little bit uh like two years something like that it, yeah it, it hadn't been long yeah i mean he's still like technically he's still kind of a rookie and and the, yeah it seemed like hogarth's company was pretty Very massive, well established yeah and and the the three lawyers at the head of it seemed like they've been around a while yeah um so so i i do agree i don't think if he if that if that company is renamed next next season i will be a little disappointed. Yeah. Um, but if he's just like on a partner track, like if you work here long enough, you get a be a be a partner, then that's just how those sorts of situations work, I think. Yeah. At least on Better Call Saul. I want to have... Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> they were just talking about partner track a couple weeks ago, so... <laughs> um, I want him in next season to like get frustrated with the whole process. Like they're making me do all these bad things and... Um, I'm not even a partner. Like they said that I was going to be a partner. I've been here for, you know, however long I'm still not a partner. Like, right. I'm just going to leave and go back to doing Nelson and Murdoch. Sure. I would love Nelson and Murdoch to be back. Uh, but also I would not mind foggy being in a position to where we get introduced to other. Yeah. Uh, like be the super lawyer. Yeah. Or other. Yeah, exactly. The other superheroes or other whatever. Well, normally in the comics, it's always been Matt Murdoch. That's been the, the lawyer of the supers. Right. So, I guess, I don't know, is is Matt just like, I don't really care anymore? Is he just not a lawyer anymore? (laughs) That'd be kind of lame. I I do... He needs a day job to fund his (laughs) band-aids. To fund his band-aids. I missed him being a lawyer this season. Yeah. Uh, I I bet Electra leaves him him all her wealth. (laughs) (laughs) That That would make sense. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, number 11, how does the editor know that Karen can write well enough to be published? Yes, he knows she can research, but that's only part of that job. Yeah, preach to the choir on this one. <laughs> <laughs> Every time it got to her with that computer, I cracked up laughing. I was like, of course she's not knows, doesn't know how to write an article. That's yep. a completely different skill set yep. that she and does not have. Like when she started writing, she's like, what is it to be a hero? Just look in the mirror. And then she like sits back and looks at him like, that's not 2,000 words, Karen. Yeah, well, I really want it to, it, like, her to turn, her turn in this like the fluffy writing that she did at the end. I just wanted an after credit sequence of him like – God, uh, this is garbage. Him reading her she article and being like, here. I've made a horrible mistake. <laughs> I really have made a horrible mistake. What did I do? <laughs> Why would I hire her? Oh, man. And, like, <laughs> it would have been so funny if, like, he was reading it and he, like, he picks up the phone and he's like, hey, Jameson. Yeah. Yeah, no, I got a new person perfect for your, for your, for your paper. <laughs> you'll love her oh man i really god i would love for the spider-man stuff to tie into all this i don't know how much it's all gonna i know it all is in the same universe but i what if j jonah jameson like you know he's always talking about what what's gonna go on the front page blah 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 they yeah. bounce back like what that, it's gonna make headlines what if they're like 
what if they are able for a second to just like mention Nelson and Murdoch or mention Daredevil? Or, hmm. That would be great. It would be really cool. It would be really nice. <laughs> uh, number 12, a major missed opportunity at the end. Karen should have said, I know, after the previous scene where Daredevil and Karen are practically necking. It seemed like she'd figured it out anyway. I know these seem like quibbles, but DD Season 1 and JJ Season 1 hung together so well that I was disappointed to see the writers struggling to create drama and conflict that just wasn't there. Don't get me wrong, this season was great television for this genre. I just don't think they thought it through as clearly as they did the previous season. Uh, I, I I agree, I think, when when they got in each other's faces in the hostage situation. That was way too familiar a touch of it, him, for it him was, to do. It was, but I will say, he did say, if you go back to season one, if you think of it as just a completely separate relationship, he did save her two or three times last season, yeah. and they did get to know each other a little bit, yeah. as Daredevil and Karen. So, like, there, a little bit of familiarity, I think, would be okay, uh, but to be honest, he should have had a little bit of familiarity with all of the people in that room. Fair. Um, but she's the only one that, like, ran up to him and was like... What are you doing here? Um, and he, she's the only one that he cut the bonds off of. Oh, really? Yeah. Everybody else was running out, still bound at the hands, and he cut hers and was like, okay, go. Yeah. Like, why, does, why is she the special one? Come on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Can't just cut everybody. I do think she figured something out in that moment. Probably. Just like Fisk. She had an idea. Fisk, you know, he's tasted that punch before. She's I looked think, into those eyes before. I think... <laughs> No, she hasn't. You're, you're, you're right. Those were weird eyes at this time. I think, um, and like in the last season, she never, I don't think she ever saw him with the, the, the Daredevil costume, like the, the red costume. Yeah, you're probably right. He's always the man in black. Yeah, you're probably right. And like he had the headband that you couldn't see through. So, yeah, anyway. Um, and I think you're just kind of applying to Fisk that whole tasted punch thing. <laughs> he never, he didn't say anything. Anyway, uh, he did. He did say, "I need to look into this Matt Murdock fellow more." While yeah. he while he was touching his lip, I was joking about tasting the punch, but I uh, I do think that he is suspicious of like, of what happened. How can he punch so good? He should not have been able to know that I was there. Yeah, he can't see me. He also saw the guy running around with a bandana over his eyes for a whole season. So, like, he might have thought about that guy being blind, and now he sees a blind guy who had a reflex to punch him real good. Yeah. <laughs> like, it, he's he's smart guy. He Son of put, a boxer. Starting to put the pieces, pieces together. Yeah. Uh, Jeffrey James follows up on uh, on that long post saying, after listening to the last two podcasts, uh, wh- which ones are we talking about here? I am not sure. Probably six and seven or seven and eight. Well, if it was Saturday and Sunday, like it, I guess it would be. So it would be seven and eight. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So after listening to the last two podcasts, I'm reassessing some of my criticisms of the plot line, particularly the stick slash Electra story. A few of your remarks on the early development of this made me realize I was missing an important point. I have a feeling I'm going to end up watching the entire season again, as I did with season one, and I'll discover that some of what I thought were plot flaws were actually better thought out than they seem at first glance. Cool. I'm glad, glad we could help. I, I hope we're helping and not just supporting bad writing. Right. Because uh, we're <laughs> too big of fanboys to notice. Uh, <laughs> but well, no. I mean, I can tell that there's bad writing in BVS, but that's whatever. Ooh, bringing that up again. Yep. Um, just got to keep poking them. Now that yeah. you know, I have to... Maybe this Maybe this week on, on our regularly scheduled Wednesday cast, we'll do a... Uh, we'll have a little we'll a subsection. Quick, little subsection for BVS. <laughs> um... 
Was so we, not a fan. Was not a fan. Yeah. Wasn't horrible, but was not a fan. Yeah. Worth seeing. Yeah. Don't absolutely. go into it with any expectations. <laughs> Other than I, I'd be interested to know, uh, Jeffrey, if you if you if you hear this, um, which. Uh, what exactly we made you rethink from uh, the like? What point did you miss? Stick slash Electra story. I'm interested to to know what which flaw was you might be rethinking. Um, I I I've I've enjoyed I've enjoyed the Stick and Electra storyline, but I I was enjoying the Punisher storyline far more to be honest, and I was a little disappointed in this last last episode that the, the last Punisher, Punisher outing. <laughs> yeah. It was just kind of lame. I mean, it felt very Punisher, him just being on the rooftop shooting dudes yeah, but from afar. he could have done so much more with so many more ninjas. Like, if... <laughs> if that's, that's a funny sentence. Sorry. He could have done so much more with so many more ninjas. Yeah. Like, if he had started shooting... Um, if he had started shooting and he's sniping them while Matt's fighting and they're getting taken out and they see like, oh crap, this guy from the roof is starting to take us out. Let's swarm toward him. And then he just like pulls out the minigun and just mows all of these guys yeah, down. On that the would have been pretty badass. Yeah. Would have been so pretty cool. Pretty badass. Uh, let's do this. Let's, uh, we have a voicemail here. From, about the whole season. Uh, from Brian Murphy about the whole season. So let's check that out. Hey guys, what's going on? This is Brian Murphy. I just wanted to leave my feedback for the season as a whole for Daredevil Season 2. Spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. There's my thoughts. Uh, I thought they did great. Uh, I love that they got rid of the shaky cam because I think they overused it in Season 1. Um, I think that the first three quarters of the show uh, killed it. I think they didn't have, do a good job of tying everything up at the end. And I think it would have been better if they could keep the relationship with Matt and Karen for a whole new season. And that way it would give more time for the relationship for Electra and Matt to develop a little bit more so it didn't get rushed at the end and then come off kind of awkward. Other than that, I thought the show was great and everyone did a, an amazing job um, in it. Anyways, I'd love to hear your opinions on that. Take care, guys. Good cast, as always. I thought – I don't really see the relationship of uh, Matt and Electra as underdeveloped. I thought they did a good job because it had so much history to it. I mean, the first time she walks in the room and he says, she says, hello, Matthew, uh, you already get a sense of, oh, there's some history here. Yeah. And then well, that's because he pulled the knife. Well, he pulls the knife before that. Yeah. He pulls the knife. <gasps> Electra. And you're like, oh, he knows who this is. Yeah. Well, I think he pulled, to get the order right, he pulls the knife. She says, hello, Matthew. Then he loosens up and says, Electra. Yeah. He didn't pull the knife because it was Electra. Um, <laughs> he, he, he probably should have. He pulled the knife because <laughs> he walked all the way into his apartment and someone was being so quiet that he he didn't notice. And and then he notices them, probably hears her heartbeat yeah, but after he settles in to drink his beer. That's so weird that that happened that way when later he says, like, you know, the hand can mask their heartbeats, but yours is always yeah. loud and clear. I just think he wasn't trying. Yeah. I think he wasn't paying attention. Yeah. And then he, like, settled in to drink his beer, and he was like, oh, shit. Oh, shit, that one's um, close. That, this, uh, that heartbeat is closer. That's not the next apartment over or whatever. Yeah, that one's um, right here. But and, and I like... We'll see how quickly he jumps into something with Karen. I hope they don't immediately start something up because it did. It will feel weird if he if he leaves off the electro relationship and they're just talking about running away together. And then he's like, "Well, I'm going to jump into this with Karen." Counter that with the the electro death seemed to be happening not during the Christmas season. 
So like, it seemed like all of that was happening summer into maybe into fall. Oh, I see what you're saying. So maybe there's a... There was a time jump. See, I don't know Christmas Eve. What I was going to say, the one thing I do like about them being kind of close together is I like the idea that he told her... He he says that he needs this. He talks to Electra and he says, I need this. Yeah. It's beca- it's, what he needs, I think, is is that someone he can be himself with. Yeah. Someone who believes in what he's doing, trusts him, and like, it, it, Foggy is not that for him. Yeah. Uh, he wants to be with someone, especially in a romantic relationship, that sees both sides of him for what they are. Right. And he sees an opportunity for that with Karen, and he realizes if he's ever going to have a shot with Karen, he has to be honest with her. Like, I think that's, after Electra dies, he realizes he he can't just be Matt Murdock and have a relationship. He has to be his full self with yeah. Karen. That's or right. whoever he's got a relationship with. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, guys. We, unfortunately, have run out of time. We have been casting all day long. Uh, we will be back. We're going to do a – we're probably going to do a full wrap-up cast for the season. Yeah. So if you have any more – Let's get um, some of the GSTU in there. Yeah, Actually. yeah. Maybe some other of our, yeah. of our network folks. Uh, so if you have any feedback, please continue to send it in. We'll probably use it on a future Daredevil wrap-up season two cast. Um, also, we'll be back Wednesday. Uh, well, actually, this will have already aired uh, but we'll have a regular scheduled cast. Um, yeah, that one will have already aired by the time this comes out. Oh yeah, yeah. All right, guys. Uh, we are the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast in partnership with Forty Five Magazine, a proud member of the Giant Size Team Up Network. Check us out at mcucast.com or call us at five seven three cast mcu. We're at mcucast all of the other places. Facebook.com slash mcucast at mcucast on Twitter. And we'll see you to talk to you soon. Until next time, true believers. 